So I am in Eureka, California, working at the Savage Henry Comedy Club, which is great. Mm-hmm. One show a night, and they're building it slowly. But they have a condo. I'm staying in a condo. I showed Kyle before you got here that the amenities, yeah, essentially just uh, five bongs and a little bag of weed, and then a couple <laughs> of CBD beers and a couple of beers, and then there's a bottle of vodka in the freezer. <laughs> so they're like, just in case. And I was All like, do you guys have home. any Diet Coke? Do you guys have any Diet Coke? They do not. And uh, so um, so I flew up here on a Velo. It was de- it was delayed. It was delayed. Okay. And then I got in. But I came in the night before because a Velo is one of those spirit kind of airlines, right? It's like a yeah. boutique. Yes. And they wanted to make sure I got here. So I get here. We come in. The, the, this Airbnb, which is where they're putting me up. Yeah. Uh, the TV doesn't work. The outlets, they're redoing the electricity, so half of the outlets don't work. And um, so I, you know, I, I found at a at a flea market, I found a Chromecast, and I tried to hook it up to the TV yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I now have a travel Chromecast because the TV would not hook up to the wireless, even though it is a, a smart TV. Hmm. Uh, it's too bad, really. But uh, I've been I've been uh, watching a lot of TV on my laptop, like like the kids do. Yeah. Sure. And um, the uh, so I fly in Thursday, uh-huh. Friday midday. Mm-hmm. I start having a little rash on my face, and I'm like, oh, it must be from the masks. Must be from the masks. Right. And I think it's acne from the masks. Friday uh, comes around. Um, and that, and that's what happens by Friday night. It's kind of on my arms on Saturday. It's all over my torso. Oh my God. That's terrifying. Yeah. And then, so I go to urgent care and they're like, it's, and the, here's what they know. I was, I was terrified that it was bed bugs is what I was scared there being me, but it was not, it is not bed bugs. It is not poison ivy. It is not poison oak. It is not shingles. It is oh. not, uh, it isn't any number of things that are horrible, right? There, it's not, um, you would have had to set yourself on fire if it was bed bugs. That's, that's what's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta start over with your luggage and everything. Yeah. So, um, that's the good news. It is, it wasn't ticks. It wasn't, um, so they thought it was, they thought I ate a funny whelk. They thought I ate something weird. What's a whelk? And maybe a whelk is a fish and it's a reference to Harry Potter, which I knew I was so, thank you for asking. Anyway. So, uh, (laughs) you wanted to explain it. (laughs) And uh, since you're ill, I said, you know what? I'll just throw this one to her. <laughs> Let her catch it. Exactly. And then, um, so I go to the urgent care. The urgent care was perfectly nice people. Uh, they they gave me a, uh, they thought it was a, a, a allergic reaction to food. So they gave me prednisone, told me to get some Benadryl for the night and cream for the, for the itching. And so I did all that. And they said, by tomorrow, it should fade. And if it doesn't come back in. 
so Saturday it had spread to my hands Fuck. and so it- all over my legs and yep. Oh, so are you just itching constantly? Uh, yeah, except for I have the cortisone cream. So I'm just, I'm putting it on and, um, a lot of input. So last, so yesterday it's everywhere. It's and everywhere. So on the road. This is awful yeah. to happen on the road. Awful. Right. And there's no Kaiser. Remember the last time I had to go to Kaiser in Northern California? I fell down a flight of stairs. Oh, that's right. But you know, <laughs> at least you're in a major city in Oakland or right. or wherever. This is, right. this is truly boonies. Um, mm-hmm. Super boondocks. Yeah. And, and so they're like, we don't know what, so I go back to urgent care. They're like, we don't know what this is. You need blood work. You got to go to the ER. Oh my uh, God. They said, worst case scenario, it's measles. And I was like, well, I have... I've been vaccinated. And she said, if you're, that's, that's why it's not that bad. But uh, she's like, I don't even think it's measles. I don't even know what it is, but you need blood work to find out. So I go into the ER and then I Google, how do you treat measles? There's no treatment for measles. It's drink a lot of water and, and cortisone cream and Mm -hmm. Benadryl at night so you can sleep. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, well, I'm not going to stay here for five hours. And then, you know how you call people when you want a certain answer? Right. Yeah. So I didn't call Andy or Maria Bamford to ask them if they thought I should cancel the show last night. I called, <laughs> I called you and you're like, well, just wear gloves. What well, do you remember saying that? Was that you? No. What? No. I wonder about? who I called and told me to just wear gloves. Whatever. So, and okay. I, I, that, that advice. <laughs> I mean, it's great advice, actually. Well, and it's fine. I wore gloves and a mask. And but then, here's the um, real problem is you're so delirious. You don't know who you called yesterday. <laughs> no, I'm not delirious. But uh, but then I, yeah, and then I had the feature sell my merch for me. <laughs> so I still sold merch. Never stop selling. This is your Elliot <laughs> Had to be done. Had to be done. So I did my time. I got off stage. They had a midnight show that was like walk up um, that they were like, it's fun. And I'm like, no, it's 1130. I'm covered in bees. I got to go home. (laughs) And so I came home and I could it. Could people see like I don't see it on your hands. Was it on your hands yesterday? Yeah, I wore gloves. Two by two hands blue, you guys, (laughs) Uh, which is a fire firefly reference. So, yeah. uh, Um, So. I, but yeah you wore gloves on stage and did you tell people why yeah, yeah. okay yeah i said i said i have some sort of Gosh. crazy ass rash and um but it's i don't know yeah like it's it's fucking Jackie, everywhere um i see it <laughs> um i don't need that's to enough you don't need elbows. to see it anymore you're fine you're doing great. I know. I, I sent off slightly too many pictures to people, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, but the uh, but I needed, you know what I, you know when you want sympathy, but what you're gonna get is, are you sure it isn't bed bugs? Are you sure it isn't shingles? Are you sure it isn't poison oak? And you're like, yeah, I've had this conversation. I just needed you to go. Oh, I'm so sorry you itch. I think and, I didn't uh, ask you, right? Except for maybe a food allergy after you kind of after you. Yeah said because i i said that to me because uh i i've done that to my friend cheryl and she was like i fucking thought of everything already so <laughs> suggesting things. oh my god and thank I, you I cheryl for taking the that. bullet good for yes. her <laughs> um, um how was your the punchline looked amazing uh, san francisco punchline looked super fun it was so great it was That's awesome fun. worked with uh tony kameen oh my god 
my that's awesome my one of my oldest friends in comedy i mean not he he himself but the fact that we started like almost exactly at the same time we're both still doing it and he lives up there no he he lives uh he lives in los angeles um and uh right because i think he also uses william to for fix it stuff yeah well he turned me on to william yeah oh he's the guy who knows william okay and um uh the feature the mc brooke will have her be comic of the week later on down the line because we've got someone loaded up but brooke heineken was hilarious she was great really, oh my god my- really fun show um and then i there was like there were uh somebody who had come to my album taping sitting in the front row on wednesday and was like <laughs> Thank God I had enough material where, where he wasn't singing along. <laughs> but, right, right. <laughs> for a couple of bits where he was like, I could see him get all excited, like, oh, I know this one. Oh, and, sit um, in the back, sit in the back. I love yeah. you. I thank you so much for coming to the show, but please yeah. don't sit in the front row. We had we had a some guest sets, and I'm just saying this is a gen, a general suggestion to all guest sets. Whitewash, little, yep. Not anyone in particular, although one <laughs> particular inspired it. But I'm right. like, this happened before. This is why I'm making this general announcement. If you're right. a newer comic doing five to seven minutes on a show at a club for a booker, don't do crowd work. Okay. Right. You are there right. to show off your jokes. You're there to do what would be your tonight's show five minutes. Okay. You're not there right. to open up the audience. So you know, you may not even have the skill to control, you know, the genie that you let out of the bottle and then the rest of the comics have to deal with this person. And so, was anyone there to watch? Was Molly there? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. That's so, awesome. But anyway, uh, it was just like. Just oh, as a suggestion. As a suggestion. When it, you do, when you ask for a guest set, mm-hmm. uh, feel free to know the headliner. <laughs> don't just go hey i'm a fan of yours i also do stand-up comedy uh that's what you say to bookers you don't say that to other comics you say i'm all this is how i want to guess it and i'm in a town and i don't know the headliner yeah uh first of all i don't ask second of all unless uh the but if i if i unless but if you I know want somebody work, on the show maybe or a friend i know a friend. somebody on the show maybe right right uh, i might i mean it's really hard to ask for a guest set on a on a show where you don't know anybody well it's yeah. not many people did <laughs> oh right right i think it should be harder <laughs> emotionally for you to ask but you should if you're gonna ask and and if you do know like if you do have a passing we have met in on in passing yeah ask but just go hey i understand if the show is tight you're not going to get a guest set for show Friday or Saturday, the show's too tight. Right, and right, the right. people that everybody booked, that the club booked, those people deserve that time, right? I don't yeah. want to cut. I don't want to cut from the MCs ten to fifteen. I don't want to cut right. from the features twenty to thirty, and I don't want to give you any of my time. So, but second show, you could usually do a five to seven, mm-hmm. uh, or a Thursday Wednesday kind of situation, yeah. or a Sunday, right? Yeah. If it depends how long the week is. Yeah. But yeah, it, and. There shouldn't be, you should just take whatever set they offer. And if you can't do it, just say, oh, shit, I'm so, you know, I actually have to work that night, day job or whatever. Right. Or I've got my family yeah, thing yeah. and just and yeah. and don't say, well, what about this other date? What about this other other date? You're like, I don't book guest, the guest sets. I'm just, yeah. I just want to show up. 
and not you irritate should. the booker with too many requests. <laughs> right, right, right. So I had a couple in the front row um, yeah. last night, and one of the women was, um, she had, she kept, you know, when I would do some of the older stuff, because I don't have 45 new. Yeah. I've right. got like 20 new. Right. And, uh, but the woman who knew my set would hit me, would hit her friend and go, oh, this one. And I was oh, like, oh, you guys gotta stop it. I had, there's one joke I did on Gordon that uh, just got clipped and passed around. And mm -hmm. I see people get excited when I start it, you know? And Which I'm is like, neat. I'm race. I'm hoping I, I still would like to tell it on my slow pacing, but I also yep. got to worry that you're going to mouth the punchline because you're so excited. <laughs> you, it's uh, what, what do you think about this technique? Maybe uh, if you, if we see that, we just tell the joke to the sky, <laughs> just go. Okay. And then this happened. <laughs> um, uh, the rest of the audience will be perplexed. It's right. It's true. Um, but it, the shows were fun. We stayed at a different hotel because I guess the one we normally stay at, there was like, pro I hate it when there's like problems with a hotel. Like, you know, when like hotel management changes and all of a sudden the thing you're used to at the club is like different. Change. Like, oh, I hate change. Guaranteed business every single weekend with mm -hmm. a, this comedy club. Why would you fuck that up? Whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we, so we stayed at this other place that was, um, uh, near Union Square lived there like Union Square is this way and the tender, you, you know about the tenderloin, right? <laughs> like it was, yeah. I'm like, okay. So it was, it was, um, close to seediness, but you know, it's weird. Um, not to glamorize seediness, but it, it <laughs> but do you sometimes in some ways cities are starting to look like how they used to look before everything became a chase bank. And, it, uh, and, and right. I was like, oh, I mean, that's parts of, but I don't know. Like a lot of shit is closed. Here's the thing with the punchline right now. It's in the financial district, right? It's on right. top of the Embarcadero, a building in the Embarcadero. So um, a lot of the businesses down there are still closed. People aren't coming into work. And so they're not getting their usual crowd in. You know, it's, 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 it's a tough location sometimes, you know? Yeah, uh, and, but when you're staying down there, it's fucking nothing's open on the weekend. You right, know? right. You'd like closed. to, yeah. Every coffee shop in this town closes at five p.m. Oh, at that one? Mm -hmm. Yes. So. Wow. And um, there's only one thing that's twenty four hours again, and it's the truck stop that's on the one hundred one about twelve miles from here. <laughs> and uh, so it was. But I will say this, the feature, who will be our comic of the week, mm -hmm. um, she and her boyfriend, well, fiance, who is also a comic here in town, mm -hmm. um, they have been incredibly, they took me around and I was, they were like, I know you have a rash and do you, you probably don't want to go anywhere or do anything, but we can at least take you to breakfast. We can at least, you know, do oh, this okay. or that. And I was like, you are very nice. I love it. So, um, I, yeah, so I. Yeah. They have good diners here is what I'm saying. That's cool. I had, um, the a hotel had, uh, had robes. Oh, nice. So you know what I did? Uh, I put my robe on very early during the day. So <laughs> <long>. <laughs> uh, but I did some walking. Also my fucking, here's like last week in New York, right. I'm like, Oh, my knee feels better. I wonder if I could run. So I did one mile on the treadmill at the slowest possible pace that no other human would even call it a run. 
and my knee has been in fucking Twitchy. pain ever since. Oh, what a drag. I couldn't even do my, like a ton of walking around San Francisco, which is like the greatest thing to do. Uh, I just would stay inside and ice my knee and just try to be rested for the shows. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I wish, you know, a, like a, a good city, the week should start on Tuesday, flying yeah. Monday night. You have three days where you're just doing one show, so it doesn't feel like you have to rest. No pressure, no pressure. By the time Friday, you're warmed up, you're murdering. Yeah. Yeah. And then you take your Friday and Saturday and you rest those days. You don't do a lot of stuff. You just Mm -hmm. contain your energy so you can explode on stage. You have two shows. And then maybe there's a Sunday show where you again get to, you know, unwind, do one little more tour around the city, go to your favorite diner again, and then Mm -hmm. have a fuck off show. Yeah. Yeah. It's a delight. It's, um, yeah, I do. I was psyched to come up here. It was good. It paid, it paid better than I remember what I asked. I asked and then I forgot what, what the decision was. And then he gave me the check and I was like, oh, right. I asked. (laughs) <laughs> and uh and he and he paid me right so uh it's he's really good and he was so like i am so sorry about the tv i'm so sorry he brought over he sent one of the younger comics over with uh a, 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 an extension cord so i could i could plug in stuff and um a surge protector thing with usb ports as well uh like a stick just say you what i wrote wait can you read travel, it? it travel extension, extension cord. cord i was gonna yep. bring that up just travel with an extension cord. Yeah. Yeah. I actually am thinking about um, if I'm going to travel with, because I have all kinds of things now that I'm traveling with. I have a thermometer. I have a flashlight. I have, uh, I have. Wait, you have your iPhone. You don't need a flashlight. You got your iPhone. Right. I could just go, hey, Siri, Lumos. (laughs) Uh, Oh, really? Oh my God. That worked. That's crazy. It did work. How crazy is that? Yeah. So I have to turn that off. Uh, you you can't uh, for some reason uh, saying Knox doesn't work as good as Lumos. I don't know why. Is it a um, Harry Potter reference again? Yeah, it's Harry Potter. Uh, it's the it's the light uh, yeah. spell, and Knox is turn off the light. Oh, I see. And uh, but for some reason, Lumos works, and Knox does not. I don't okay. know why. It's a great story. Anyway, so Harry, uh, Harry Potter as well. I did a bunch of. I, I'm working on all my new stuff. The new stuff that was working last week. Not working as well. Not working as well. But that's a good sign. That's actually, I, 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 it's annoying, but it's a sign yes. that there's something there, but I have to keep, you know, it yeah. means that yep. it might be a great chunks. Cause sometimes, you know how, like some of the best bits you're like, oh my God, I'm the greatest of the world. And then four shows later, you're like, oh, they're staring. They're just staring. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So, but I think it's, I think it's got chops. I think it's got, uh, I think there's potential. I, um, I think I figured out a new set order, you know, for the long, since I started going back out again, I guess like a creaking, creaking cave back in, you know, November or something. I was like, yeah. what's now that I've gotten rid of, uh, you know, 80% of its material and hopefully soon 90 and a hundred, what do I open with? What do I close with? And I haven't been able to figure it out. And then, um, it, it the closing bit became evident in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Because I closed on it because I closed on it too early. And then I had to follow it with two things. <laughs> like, oh, so now I'm just opening with, uh, something I was trying to close with 
like yep. in Madison mm-hmm. and when it felt kind of it did, wasn't tight enough. And now I'm like, oh, this is a fine little opener. Yep. And um, uh, anyway, it felt like, okay, so I have my beginnings and ends and starting. That's huge. Start, yes. And so now I can kind of uh, start to fill it in a little bit better. It doesn't feel like so floppy. And yep. Yeah. It tidies it up. Yeah. It tidies it up so much. I have, I have a new opener. I do not have a new closer, so I'm still closing on the thing I closed on the album with. And it's fine, but for the people who know the album, they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the thing I'm closing on is is two years old now. You know, it's not from the album, but it's old. But I was like, oh, this the way this is building in front of like a real audience, this is a closing thing. I yeah, and it. nobody's ever heard it, right? It's not on a record. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's... And and uh, and I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if I could close with a different album's closer. <laughs> and then I was like, I can't even remember a different album's closer. Yeah. Like whenever I try to do some of the old bits yeah. that were kind of signature bits off the other albums, I have a hard time remembering the joke. Yeah, yeah, just because I'm I'm just always writing. Hey, you know what we we what happened right after last week's episode? <laughs> the slap the oscars yeah and uh i had a i was so okay so this town is so small how small is it uh there's one uber driver his name is ken and he wasn't working the first two days i was here yeah so i walked to the walmart which is about a mile and a half from here yeah uh on the friday and then uh i called ken or I, I ordered an Uber. The first night I tried to get an Uber, 90 minutes. They kept going, oh, uh, no one's working. Uh, no one's working. Uh, try again in a couple of minutes. Yeah. So like, and I tried Lyft and Lyft was like, don't even. So, uh, but the thing is, is so I, the Friday day, I walked to Walmart and I call the Uber and he's 20 minutes away. Then he's 10 minutes away. Then he's 12 minutes away. And a cab pulls up and drops some people off. And so I cancel the Uber and I'm like, will you drive me? And she drives me. And, uh, but I had been alone so long. Uh, I told her I was a comic and, uh, she wanted to discuss the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock thing. Sure. And, the, and the thing is, is there's no defense. There's no hitting. Mm-hmm. Whenever I've hit anyone, I've always been wrong. There's all, there is no, there is no hitting and de-escalate. That's the whole thing. Uh, but what I found fascinating, and I just wanted to, I just want to say this before we continue, mm-hmm. is that Will Smith is such a huge star that he literally, I don't, I genuinely believe this did not even think that he was being watched by billions of people, that he literally felt like he was in his living room and (laughs) someone was saying something that was rude. Yeah. And so he walked up and slapped the guy and then yelled at Chris Rock, not out of your mouth, not, not her name anyway. And 10 minutes later, he was proved that he was in his living room by them giving him an Oscar. And And letting him just sit back down and no one, no one, nothing. Absolutely. In a comedy club, that person would not be allowed to sit back down in the front. Right, right. And they and and Will Smith used to do stand up, and um, no, and no. He, I don't think he did. So. No, did not. He did. No, to my knowledge, when he, when he was doing hip hop, he was also doing stand up. Was he not? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, okay. I, well, I don't think the phrase "doing hip hop" is also uh, a real term. Knowledge. Yeah, but that's uh, okay. 
<laughs> I am. I was born a hundred years old. Anyway, <laughs> KRS One did hip hop. He did. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> excellent, and, excellent. Uh, <laughs> cool reference. Yeah. Anyway, so but but and then here's the other half of the thing that I found fascinating. While also ever completely acknowledging no hitting, right? Completely mm -hmm. acknowledging, please. Don't do that again and apologize and get your shit together and know that you were wrong. And which I believe Will Smith did. But Chris Rock took the hit. And my theory on that is because he knew because that he no Sully McCullough did not write that joke, right? Sklar didn't oh, no. write that joke. Uh, that was a riff. Yeah, that was a riff. Yeah. Okay. So he took that hit, and I believe he took that hit because he knew how hacky it was. G.I. Jane came out in 1990. <laughs> it was like, 19... you know what? You got a point. You got you got a point. I should have at least referenced Black Panther and Okoye and uh, the Dora Milaje, okay. who are all shaved heads as well. Yeah. And uh, but G.I. Jane. Anyway. I know. I know. Jackie, oh, all I, 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 I think. Will Smith became famous at a very young age. And yeah. I will always state that becoming famous is really terrible for you for on every level, except financially, right? Right. It's not good for you. And the younger it happens to you, the worse it is. Yeah. So I don't know. He's just, uh, he, it, 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 just he wrote, you, wrote, you remain a young connected. man. Pardon me? Yeah. You remain a young person. It yeah. ruins you. You know, yeah. across the board. I don't know anyone who who got famous at a young age that is, you know, normal. Yeah. What you would call a normal person. Yeah. You know, they're not all addicts. They're not all, you know, dead or anything. But that's Scientology is also just not normal. Yeah. And so I don't know. It was there's so many takes. I don't even know how to. And the right. other thing was like it was like um I was like there was there was also like a lot of black comedy writers and black comedians were talking about other stuff, the dynamics of this happening in front uh, in the Oscars, right? A, a, a place that uh, would be considered a white place, right? In fact, up until recently, it was hard to even get a black actor nominated for anything. So right, right. Where, where it was like, oh, you know what? Um, whatever I think, I don't have to, uh, I'll just sit on that. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't I don't need to tumble into this space. And uh, so I thank um, Twitter for teaching me that sometimes I don't have to weigh in, actually. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, there's other nuances I, I'm not free to because <laughs> I don't have, I can't see it, you know? Right. I didn't weigh in at all about sort of uh, from black Twitter. Black Twitter is arguing about whether it was justified or not, as far as I could tell. Some of and that, yeah. yeah, there was some of that. And there was there was some of, you know, this and that. My entire take is is always going to be no hitting, even when I do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it isn't OK. There's I mean, I was hit a lot. <laughs> as a small child. I know better. Right. No one's excited. Right. No one's yeah. excited to be hit at any time. And, and, and after you've hit somebody, if you're an adult, you feel bad. Yeah. You're like that. I, I feel bad if I've said something super rude Yeah, and I haven't paused and, you know, and that's the other thing with stand-up comedy. If you've been doing stand-up comedy for 40 odd years, which is Chris Rock, mm -hmm. you know how to not like, say right, shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 30, 30 35, 35 years, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. So, and so I was like, I thought it was fascinating, but I did not think it was justified at all. No, no, not either case. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Did you happen to watch Gerard Carmichael's special on your iPad? No, I, I can tell you what I watched, but later. I'm not a special watcher. Was Gerard's iPad, uh, special amazing? He yeah. is amazing. I love watching him live for a million years. Yeah, yeah. He's he. Oh, he's he's so. Is slow. it Netflix? And uh, no, it's on HBO. But it it, okay. it looks like I know he wasn't thinking about this shit uh, the first time. But he makes it look like he's just going through these thoughts for the first time ever. You know. Wow. And it's um, it's not you know stand up, stand up. You know, because it's a slower pace, super slow, very confessional. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's really it's really worth watching. It's uh, is really, it beautiful and really funny. Yes. And Bo Burnham, I'm over my uh, jealousy of Bo Burnham's career. OK, he is very talented and this thing looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gerard Carmichael just did is like super vulnerable, but incredible, but very strong at the same time. And obviously in control of it the whole time. Yeah. You want someone you feel like's going to break down into tears that you can't control. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's really, really really interesting and really good that's neat and really i might watch that just because it sounds gorgeous yeah but you know what i mean so he was he came out in the in the um oh as, as, a, as a gay person yes and okay. then he hosted snl last night and he just looked stunning <laughs> like, he, <laughs> he's like, he was like he's like he was own like, it yeah, he owned it. And uh, it, it was cool. Yeah, his, his monologues really. I haven't watched all the sketches. I watched some of them, you know, uh, but his monologues Neat. are really great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, because I've been sick. That's right. I am not a good sick person. I'm a baby. I bring it up. Mm-hmm. So uh, I watched both seasons uh, of Bridgerton on my laptop. Oh, okay. I just, wa- I just binge watched them again. And I had just finished the second season. Oh, oh and then yeah. I watched, okay. and then I finished. Um, there's on Amazon Prime. There's a, a British uh, procedural called Chelsea. Yeah, the Chelsea District, I think, or Chelsea something. Oh, really? Chelsea Detective. That. Yeah. And it's with. Um, God, who is that actor? He looks like Hannes Finney. Anyway, uh, what is the name of? Well, that I saw Dave, David Tennant was trending. Is it that guy? No. Um, he's my go-to British guy. If you can't remember someone's name, <laughs> Adrian, Adrian Scarborough. I don't know. Yeah. He's, he sounds familiar, but that's because he has a fancy British name like Scarborough. Mm-hmm. So it could just be that. I don't know that I've seen him in anything else. He also kind of looks like, um, he, I, I'm wrong. Cause I have that face thing. And if anybody I say is going to be like, no, he doesn't. And I'm like, it's fine. He looks like himself. He looks like Adrian. Scarborough. Do you wait? So you have the, have you been diagnosed this or because I think it's okay. Oh, to right. just, people have been wearing masks and I don't know who any of you are anymore. You know? Okay. Yeah, no, I've, I've not been diagnosed with anything. I also assume that I have, but you know, I want to do a bit about that. Absolutely. No one wants to hear this bit. Of, it's going to take me three years, much like the, they, them bit, the mm-hmm. gender sexuality one. Mm-hmm. But I want to do a bit about the word neurodivergent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That's, you will be, you, you, you the most of the three years will be pew, 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 pew. walking through a minefield and not getting blown up as you head towards your conclusion. <laughs> right. And it is, I mean, it feels very much like PTSD. 
used to just be called having yeah. a bad war. Yeah, right. And uh, and then the words, you know, remember Carlin's bit about how the words just kept getting longer. Uh, no, I don't remember that bit. It's an old. I I don't know that many Carlin bits. Okay. Oh. A bit. I do want to tell you about uh, something I did, but I'll tell you after the break. Let's do a break. Hey, were you a reader as a kid? Like maybe you read a lot of fantasy novels. Or horse girl books. We know how it is. But now you're an adult and you miss reading. You're so busy and you can't figure out how to get back into books. We're Reading Glasses and we're here to help. Yeah, we'll give you advice to figure out what books you love or learn to stop reading books you don't even like. We're really big proponents of dumping that book. Dump that book. But most importantly, we'll help you fall back in love with reading. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. And then let us do comic of the week okay which is the woman who has been the nicest person on the planet to me this weekend uh she's featuring for me she's super funny she's got yeah. so much great family stuff and her name is jessica grant and her twitter handle is je55 so it kind of looks like jessica uh, ica mm-hmm. number one the, the word number and then the let the number one is so she, it'll be in the is she local she's from um yeah, she grew up in Eureka. Oh wow! One of my as she's been driving me around Eureka, California. Yeah, she every third story is a different job. She's <laughs> she's probably thirty years old. Oh my god! And I was like, how many jobs you've you've like? She worked with the developmentally disabled. She worked at the library. She worked yeah. in in retail. She worked at uh, in food service. She worked in this. She worked in that. And I was like. Keep yeah. What else? And it just keeps. And I, I was like, you gotta. I would love to hear a bit about that. But Jessica Grant, very funny. Jessica number one on IG on Instagram, and it's just the word Jessica, the word number, and the number one. So those will both be in the notes and stuff. But she's great, and you guys, she's just starting to work the route. She just uh, drove up and did a bunch of stuff in Oregon. Cool. That's what, yeah. it's, what, what is exciting about the future of comedy is all these really funny newer comics, you know? Right. It's a golden age, man. Again, again, and again, again and again. Yeah. Again. It's outstanding. <laughs> okay. So I did Ngayo Bielam's new podcast. Ngayo, so was Ngayo up there with you? No, he's over there, right? He's, he's in, in the Bay Area somewhere. Yeah. 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 Right. I just, and yeah. Be, well, because you were in Humboldt and Ngayo is actually uh, a cannabis. He's made of marijuana. Yeah, he's yeah. made of marijuana. Uh, you know, he did a dork forest once and uh, yeah. he said that his dorkdom was weed and sex. And I said, that's everyone's dorkdom. <laughs> and then he opened Not his mine. trunk. He opened his trunk and I was like, I stand corrected. <laughs> he had like 40 different versions. He like literally is like a tea guy. Like it's tea. Um, uh, it, it's like it, like old timey snuff. Like he like has like collection of weed. He's like, what do you need? What do you need? I and so, but that was his story with him because you should. I you have I, I had a couple days where I, I'm just a lot of anxiety. Well, you know, just worried about the future. Worried about everything, as we all are, have our worries. You know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, so we did his new podcast and on his new podcast uh, during the course, we just talked about 
everything, including stand-up. And at one yeah. point, I guess he's opening for Emo Phillips a bit on the road. Oh, neat. Yeah. And I told him my favorite Emo Phillips joke, which I've told you, it's the one about watching stand-up comedy live. Yeah. And then he told me his favorite Emo Phillips joke, which is about um, screaming children. And they're both <laughs> so very very dark and yeah. so like and the thing about emo is that all of his material isn't that dark yeah but when that guy writes a dark joke that it is there it is it is spelunking time it is like there is no light mm -hmm. it is that i texted you the joke it was easily yeah. one of the funniest jokes i don't know that he could do it again because it was sort of a mass shooting kind of joke that <laughs> Was was so darkly funny that you were like, "Holy shit!" Sure. You, you have to time your mass shooting jokes between mass shootings, and that's getting and tougher and tougher to do. We just had one in Sacramento, so you got to hold up on it for another week. Yes, please. No, none of that right now. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, there's, you know, Cobb's is the giant room in San Francisco. Yep. Punchline's a lot smaller, and mm. you know, there there are a lot of comic male comics that are podcasters that, you know, grew huge audiences during the pandemic, how they're filling cobs. It's like, wow. Fuck, man. <laughs> what were you looking at their calendar? Yeah. 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 And yeah, just, yeah. Who was there? I'm curious. Well, uh, Dean Soder was there the week I was there. And okay. He's also on TV. He's on billions, but, um, okay. you know, big J and just like a lot of, you know, it, yeah, the podcast that they're doing, the podcasts that they're doing are bringing in giant, like 400, maybe not 400 people every time it seats 400, but enough where you would prefer to work cobs than the punchline because you can make more money. And I, you can make a lot more money, but I will say this, the punchline's a better room for. Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. I would just, it's I, just a two twenty, right? It's magical. magical. It yes. is. Oh, my gosh. I got a text. OK, so April Fool's Day was also this last week. I blessedly missed all of the April Fool's jokes, except I didn't. I fell for one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Acme Comedy Company. I don't know if you went to their uh, Instagram post no. on April 1st. Brandon posted the fucking funniest thing. It was tomorrow night, Sunday. Uh there's going to be a, a one-time limited show. Louis Lee is going to tell his life story. And I literally thought that he might do it because it was the 35th anniversary of, of Acme, right? Oh. And so Louis, so last night I get a text from Louis. Hey, ask Brandon for, uh, for a, a three minute, um, for a link to this, to this show. And I was like, What's up? Who who left? Because every time a long term um, staff member leaves Acme, yeah. they get to do three minutes of stand up in front of the rest of the staff. Oh, wow! Like waitresses, managers, yeah. cooks, sure. bartenders. And they get to roast Lewis and everybody. They get to roast Lewis and talk about what a shit show it was or what it wasn't, <laughs> and all fun, right? Cool. And so I was like, Oh my god, who's leaving? Tell me it isn't Brandon. Tell me it isn't Marcos or or Luis. And uh, um, and he goes, tell me it isn't you. And he goes, oh, call Brandon. And so I call Brandon and Brandon is like, Lewis is so taken so bad. He got the April Fool's. He got Sean Patton was going to fly in for it. Like okay. everybody fell for it. Tell and everybody, oh, wait, I don't understand for this supposed show where Lewis was going to tell his life story. Oh, I see. Okay. Brandon just created a link. Oh, okay. Okay. And, but the link 
and comics don't check links. We don't go to the link. We call Lewis. We we text Brandon. Uh, so well, the, that's the, you. Yes. Well, no, because the the link lent uh, went to a Rickroll. Oh. <laughs> and but like Lewis got like thirty calls from comics saying, "Are you really doing this? I'll come." I'm so sorry. You know, what are you, what's happening? And so as, as, as April fool's jokes go and, and those guys like to really bust each other's chops a bunch. Yeah. I, I hate them myself. I don't want to hate it. Them. Hate it. Yeah. But I thought it was great. Um, yeah, cool. I, I now had Sean Patton purchased a round trip ticket to Minneapolis. Uh, <laughs> would have been less funny, less funny. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I know, I guess what I brought up the podcasting thing was, is like, that didn't happen for us. <laughs> <laughs> right. But much like the priest who complains to the con- congregation that not enough people are coming to church, yeah. we would like to say thank you very much for, uh, for listening to the show, everybody. Yeah. And, and if you like, do here. come out, I mean, we always have people to come out to all of our we shows. Yeah. Yep. So that's great. And the yeah. Patreon is great. And, um, you know, remember the Patreon is, it could be a dollar a month. It could be $12 a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, and that, that cause that is good. You know, and if you okay. have $5 a month, that's we great should, too. We're not supposed to mention the Patreon, you know, we aren't not supposed to mention it. We're just not supposed to promote it as much as we promote max fun. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because we, the money for the Patreon literally pays Kyle. Yeah. yeah. And we've rate Kyle currently makes as much as each of us make on yeah. this. I podcast. didn't know that. Cool. And, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so the Max Fun Drive is coming up. And the cool thing about the Max Fun Drive is that there's an extra there's an extra episode. So if, like if you give $12 a year to the Patreon, mm-hmm. you could give $5 or $10 a month to Max Fun mm-hmm. and it would still be less than $140. Yeah. And if you give $10 a month, you get whatever trinket they're giving away. Like the last couple of years it was pins. This yeah. year I think it's a patch. And um, and you get an extra episode, and so the Patreon and Max Fun. We for both of them, we've done Zoom shows that are that 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 are aimed at each of the different ones. Yeah. So, but yes, it would be great if we had a hundred thousand listeners, and you all got us to play Carnegie Hall. Uh, But I don't want to. But I get it. You know, it's. I was just like, wow. It's just that's. uh, I don't know how to make that happen, Mm -hmm. and. Uh, but it's happenable. It happens for some people, but it's not here. Um, I still still like our podcast. I still like doing it a lot, you know? Good. I can check in with you. Oh my God. Every week. How, how, how can I even prove I'm alive? If I don't tell you about my comedy, if we have to, we'll call it the reluctant friendship. If we (laughs) change the name, (laughs) um, my head uh, is very, very round. I'm wearing this yeah. this hoodie, and yeah. it feels super round. Are you <laughs> taking an Avello flight home? I am. I've checked on it already to make sure it's here. Because if I don't, if it if it gets pushed at all, mm-hmm. it's tomorrow. Because it flies, it leaves here at 7:30 p.m., which means that it will land at Burbank exactly when they're done accepting flights, which is right before 10. Because they stop, you can't land after 10. Oh, my God. And so I called Avello this this just sort of noonish and just said, do you know where the flight's coming from? And the guy goes, I don't. And I was like, you guys only go to six different 
<laughs> cities. Where is, can you find out? He was like, I can find out. One moment, please. So, flight. Who are you? And, and well, and the crazy thing is, is every time you talk to somebody from Avello, mm -hmm. uh, and I have talked to many people in the last three days, is um, they're very, they're like, hi, are you going to yell at me? <laughs> and uh, I know I feel really bad for them and because they do it like spirit, right? You have to pay for carry on. You have to pay for uh, checked luggage. You have to pay for a seat and um, and they delay flights and flights get delayed because they only have like a half a dozen planes. And um, but the thing is, so the flight up here was, you know, he, he bought the flight. It was probably one hundred and twenty dollars round yeah. trip. And then it was another um, $120 for two check bags and two seats. Yeah. So, you know, 240, that's not bad. That's what it usually costs. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, um, I told him this is what I usually get paid a weekend and, um, and he covered it. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, so it's a fair it's a fair wage, and he's he's doing good. He's doing uh, the the comics I talked to. They were like, he's really good if things aren't going well. And now that things are going well, he's like, I don't know how to do this. And I was like, oh, he's perfect for stand up comedy. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> well, um, and just two shows, right? Yeah, just two shows. And as he gets bigger, I'm sure he'll add shows. Did you Rob, sell a lot of merch? I sold a fair amount of merch. Um, yeah, I sold some guy wanted 23 challenge coins to give away to his entire staff, but I only brought 10. Wow. There were only two shows. And right. so he bought one and he's going to buy the rest online. On, Jesus Christ. It's yeah. Amazing. That my dad called it, too. He said people will want to give them to their staff. And I was like, that's not going to happen. And if it ha if this happens, this will be the second time it happened. Somebody else bought 50 of them. I know that was nuts. That was nuts. Yeah. Hey, where are we at? Kyle, you're at 44. So let's uh... really another 16 minutes. I listened to this. Uh, there's this podcast called Screaming into the Hollywood Abyss, and it's <laughs> that's a great name. Writer, it's like a writing writer's podcast, like Hollywood mm -hmm. TV writing. And it's like uh, there's it's it's tough to get a writing job right now. Okay. There's not as many TV shows, and uh, for people that are doing scripted, they're they're like mini seasons. So even if you work on a show for like the whole season, it'll be ten weeks. Was it? It just isn't enough to get health care, um, or you know, it's, it's the woman who was uh, on it just was just saying writers are so ashamed of being unemployed. You know. They don't mention it and stuff, but it's mm -hmm. like, it might just end up being lots of part-time jobs. And then you're just doing Uber in between, <laughs> you know? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's. Yeah. It's, there's not, like, there's not a lot of late night jobs and there's a lot yeah. of great writers, great potential, great new writers that haven't got jobs yet. And the, and great mm -hmm. writers that are unemployed. I mean, you know, you've got, uh, I don't know, of a, of the 11 Conan writers, nine of us are on the loose, ready to. Ready oh, to right, right. Hired. Did it, has, has anyone gotten work? Uh, Skylar um, Higley is writing for Onion. Okay. And Brian Kyle is writing for Ellen. Okay. So that's going to end pretty soon because uh, Ellen is ending at the end of oh. this, month, actually. Wow. All yeah. right. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, do you want another? 
Do I want to what? Another writing job? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, yeah. But but it's also like I might not get one. You know. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm doing a show with this guy, and we're gonna yep. we're gonna pitch it and see what happens. And if that doesn't happen, uh, you know, I have another idea in the background that I could put my attention on and then keep on doing stand up, and mm-hmm. maybe I'll sign up for cameo and maybe I'll figure out some merch and, you know, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. You'll start know. grinding it out or, but you will, yeah, you will make do things will happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it would be nice to get another writing job because then you could be home more. Yes. And yeah, I, I, it, I don't like being away from my kid. It yeah. hurts. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> even though he's 15 I'm, he's supposed to be an asshole by now but he's not he's actually yeah. pretty awesome and yeah you know, what uh him. and i miss yeah him. yeah and what uh where are you going out again this week i am next week i am going to toronto um i think it's the ninth through the 20th i think you're home for a week and a half yeah, I think the ninth through the 29th. Yeah, some it's like eleven days of shows, and then we have two fly days flying out oh, there. Oh shit! I'm flying out back a day after, of course. But um, uh, yeah, so I'll be in Toronto the whole time with this JFL tour with a couple other comics. So it, that'll be fun. It's like twenty minute sets and in, in theaters and stuff. Who like, Who are the other comics? Do you remember? Um, no, Josh. Okay, wait, Josh Johnson, I think, and he writes for the Daily Show. And then okay, the two, um, I maybe haven't met yet or I, or I don't know. Well, that should uh, but, be fun. Um, yeah. yeah, that'll be, it'll be kind of fun. Be like old school, you know, little road tour with, with comics and stuff. You could just know. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, I have, uh, I'm doing my May 7th Rush Ticks show. And I haven't been promoting it because I wanted to promote the punchline. Mm-hmm. But uh, now like Rush Ticks is like, you better start selling some fucking tickets. <laughs> so, um, so if you guys are, are, are uh, not going to be going out to live shows. And right. Or like, somewhere where you're not coming. That's right. Come yep. to the Rush Tick show on May 7th. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it'll be a full headlining set and uh, uh, it'll be, it, it should be pretty fun. I mean, you know, it's, it's not the same as a live show, but what can you do? And if you're, if you're not going to go out, if you're immunocompromised or you just don't want to be out right now, yep. we are another comic friend of ours is, has COVID and she's highly vaxxed. And, uh, so it's out there, you know, and it's, Oh, I put it on the, okay. Well, she's, she said, oh, was it, it on the, was it on the list? She said it on, um, oh, on the internet. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so, um, Jessica Grant, our comic of the week, just got, just had it and she's all, oh, you know, boosted and vaxxed. Yep. Damn. Yep. So she and, had the second Omicron, right? Yeah, she must have had one of the one of the ouch offshoots. She also had cancer last year. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So um, she had cancer a year ago, and then she had COVID a month ago after being boosted and everything. So dang it, that's a lot. Hope she's not it's pregnant a, now too. No, she had to have a hysterectomy. Oh, and really? Had, yeah, I just said that as a yes, joke. Guys. That would be the third worst thing that would happen to you. <laughs> she uh There's well no she does it. she does a joke about how big the tumor was it uh because it was i think uh uh ovarian Fuck. and uh yes yeah. yeah yeah very young and Shit. so 
So she had a full hysterectomy. She said it was scary, but it wasn't as scary as what she thought the eight pound tumor was, which was a baby. <laughs> it was a very funny line. <laughs> another Jessica comic, Grant, you guys. Another comic stopped by a female comic, but I don't know if this is public knowledge, but she also under 30 had just recovered from colon cancer. Wow. What's happening? <laughs> the planet. This doesn't happen until you're older, ladies. Right, right. It's it. true. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to Ann Arbor unless for some reason this turns out to be something else. But I assume I can go to Ann Arbor. You do feel it in decline, this rash? I don't know. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. Um, it might be. It might be. It might be fading. It'd be great if it were fading. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that's what the, the, the prednisone would do, and um, and it's and it's itchy, but it's not pr- you know, ridiculously itchy. Like I haven't scratched any of them open, yeah, like a baby, yeah. And uh, you know those little gloves you got to get for babies, yeah. uh, so they don't scratch yeah. themselves. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so I'm going to Ann Arbor, and then I'm going home, and my great aunt is in the hospital, and it's uh, but she's 95. So she may pass away. Is that uh, your dad's dad's Our first cousin is she's just she's always been she was is my she Armenian. Is she what? Yeah, she in the, she's Armenian. Was she yeah. The genocide. No, no, she's actually she's actually my great aunt's daughter. So she's like a cousin. I think of okay. her as my aunt Alice. So okay. but she's yeah. like first cousin once removed or some damn thing. But she's 95. And um, oh, yeah, that wouldn't work timing wise. Yeah. OK. But at the but my brother was like, if she dies tomorrow, the funeral is on Saturday, and I was like, I have two shows in Ann Arbor on Saturday, I don't, and I'm coming to Milwaukee on Sunday. Can people have their funerals on Sunday or Monday? You know, I, I mean, my I, dad's funeral got bumped to a Monday, and but it turned out to be well, it was actually inconvenient for everyone because they had already bought tickets for or bought plane tickets for the Sunday. Yeah, uh, but still, I mean, Saturday funeral? Come on, man, people work. No, I think, uh, yeah, but not, we're, we're the only ones who are working on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so when I say people, I'm I coming on. Yeah, uh, you mean, again, again, you're saying we're people. Good for you. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I would say, um, but I am going to go Sunday. And, um, and then he wants me to come back for this thing, this Armenian church thing for my mom in June. And June is a mess. I need someone. Hey, Kyle, <laughs> let's do this right now. Let's put you on the spot. Okay. If okay. I needed you to house and dog sit for me in June, could you do it? Probably. It, uh, there would be obviously an exchange of monies. The The last and, time uh, I wanted to, it was just you wanted me to do it over Christmas. My family were bummed about that. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. It would have been Christmas But this time, week. I got nothing during yeah, June. So, yeah, I could probably do yeah, that. Yeah, it would be because we're, we're going to a wedding. Ooh. So here's what I've got. I've got, we're going to go visit Joe Wilson, who was one of the uh, the founders of the Dork Forest, who has pancreatic cancer, him and his wife, Kathy. Is this really a podcast right now? No, no, this okay. is just us having a conversation. Feel free to hit that button. <laughs> Skip ahead. It's real clock eater. Really and then, and, but the point of it. Break? Oh, there we go. Let's take Let's a fast second. Fast forward to, uh, to Sarah Schaefer's podcast. Uh <laughs> There's no need to keep listening to this one. (laughs) Congratulations. You've won a ticket to attend an exclusive opportunity in a relaxing environment with two lovers. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. Well, this sounds like a sort of proposition of sorts, but really it's an ad for our podcast. <laughs> Wonderful. It's a show we do here on Maximum Fun where we talk about things that we like and things that we're into. I'm Rachel McElroy, and you just heard Griffin McElroy, and we are excited for you to join us as we talk about movies and music and books. Things like sneezing or the idea of rain. <laughs> <laughs> can you get news or information you can use? Absolutely so. you cannot, because we're here to talk to you about pumpernickel bread. You can find new episodes on Wednesdays. So catch, catch the wave! So the point being about all of this whole thing, that was the break. So the point being for this whole thing is that I have two nights in Boston, two or three nights in Boston, uh-huh. where I don't have, I have to kill time before I read uh, the tour with Brian Regan mm-hmm. on the East Coast in June. And uh, we're coming back. So Andy will fly back from this wedding. We're going to go visit Joe. Then we're going to go to this wedding. Then we're going to end up in Boston. Andy's going to fly home. I have two or three more days in Boston. And then I'm going to either Medford, Massachusetts, or somewhere in New Jersey, or somewhere in New Hampshire. The three nights I'm working with Brian. And um, and I, and I just... I, Pop over to Laugh Boston. Right? Yeah, there has to be. There's the hideaway, but I don't know if they have stuff on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, that's what I'm right. saying. I don't know if they've got early uh, week stuff. There's some, but I can only hope. Uh, yeah, some some Boston comic can hook you up with stuff that's happening, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, and uh, and I, you know, maybe I could do the the Freedom Trail. You know, maybe I can I, I can go see stuff. Oh, I do that's when I, that's when my son tours meniscus as we were walking around the. Uh, <gasps> the he tore his meniscus on that tour on that. He already torn his ACL, you know, but it wasn't hurting and he was going to have surgery later on. And I'm like, I got a week in Boston. You're coming with me. We're going to see some of American history on a tour. Um, right. Uh, right outside of a church, like a really famous church. Um, he started going, Oh, my knee really hurts. And I'm like, you know, I'm, 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 you know, going You're, into old coaching mode. Well, you know yeah. what? Let's just you know, <laughs> be strong. <laughs> and then it turned out he tore his meniscus and uh, we had to take oh, what a drug. And then he was oh. uh, on his, on his, on the bed for the rest of the, the tour. It was pretty awful. Mm. Yeah. Poor bastard. Um, Bas- that is actually uh, <laughs> not, not okay. Not okay to say pejorative. So sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor kiddo. How about that? Poor, poor young man. Yeah. And uh, there you go. Uh, but the. Uh, yeah. So but that's, oh, on, that's, uh, that's my plan. Yeah. OK, so uh, so I, I left on Wednesday and I guess I told his dad that this week was a Thursday through sun th- Thursday through Saturday. Right. Oops. Yeah. So, uh, so Wednesday I, I FaceTime my son and uh, I'm like, is your dad there yet? And he's like, no. And then then I get off stage and it's like 1030 and he. He's like, I'm still up. Dad's not home. Dad's not here. And so then I texted his dad and he's like, no, you said it was Thursday. So um, I just stayed with my kid on on FaceTime till around, I don't know, 1130 or midnight till his dad showed up. Oh, so he just came by early, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, Yeah. So that was uh, it's weird. Like you would think like in the olden days, 15 year old, no problem alone. But I don't know. It's not the olden days anymore. Like, no. And every, every person is different. Yeah. And he is actually a pretty social kid with with you and his dad. Like he likes hanging out with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's not that he doesn't have friends and, and a life. But apparently like all the lights were on and he was like, 
while we were FaceTiming, he's like, did you hear that? What is that? Like, you know, (laughs) being surrounded by monsters and, uh, uh, psychopaths. And, And you know what, this was a neighborhood that, um, I think, uh, the night stalker was stalking for a little while. So it's, it's always possible, but you know, I didn't mention that. And, um, <laughs> good, good, good call. You yeah. have the most important thing. You have a pit bull right next to you. And yeah, uh, you yeah. have a very a strong little doggo mm-hmm. and, uh, you have a fist of a dog <laughs> that will, <laughs> that, that will protect you. And he, yeah. And he's not alone when he's got charming with him. Yeah. So that's the good news. But, uh, but yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm just plugging come out, come to the May 7th, uh, go to, go onto my website at killmartin.com. You can get the tickets there. You go to Rush Dix's site and get mm-hmm. tickets for the May 7th show. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think it's a, it's a 5 PM show, a five or 6 PM show. So it's not too late for the East coast people. And if you're, you know, lit on another continent, you, you know, it could be like a breakfast show or something like that. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I, I, I'm going to Austin, so I'm going to Ann Arbor this weekend and then I'm going to Austin, I guess right away. Is that what I'm doing now? Oh, I, right. yeah, I might be home. Yeah. So this, I come back, I don't know. Yeah. I come back for a couple of days and then I go to moon tower on the 20, 20th mm-hmm. and I'm doing a live dork for us. It should be fun. It's with uh, Chris Cubis and Guy Branham and Deb D. Giovanni. That's great. That's a, great, it's a, it's a, it's a, a murderer's row of, yeah. of, uh, of nerds mm-hmm. and uh look at really looking forward to that i'm gonna get to see my friend anna um and i'm gonna get to uh go to austin and i like austin i uh my only regret about the Toronto tour is i can't go to austin right right you know they, and, have, they have to happen at the same time they're both run by jfl come on man you guys split that shit up a little bit so i can do right both. Right. Figure it out. You guys, you, you know, when your dates are, why don't yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So yours is May 7th. I'm, Oh, I just picked up the Omaha funny bone, the sixth and seventh. Oh, I've never played the Omaha. I funny did bone. like when as a feature in the nineties, does Colleen Quinn still run it? Yep. What the fuck? Yep. And then the <laughs> week after that, I'm going back to Seattle 13, 14 for some comedy festival. Oh, and then cool. the May 21st, I'm in Houston for a comedy festival. So I have three weeks booked in May. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm never working again. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.